0: What's up everybody this is Kenzie from Daring to Cowboy on Instagram and you're listening to the Stirrup Conversations podcast. As the equestrian industry continues to evolve more questions are being raised and more focus is being placed on the welfare of our equine athletes. I'm sitting down to discuss this progression, celebrate our accomplishments, form a tighter community, and hear from people in the industry on how we can continue to better ourselves and our horses. Hey guys! Welcome back to the podcast. So, today we are sitting down to talk to Raylan um, about competition in the equestrian world. If you guys don't know Raylan, she is one of my followers, and we're mutuals. Um, and I think we connected right around the time that I lost my account and I started my new account up. So I think she was one of the first ones to follow my new account. And, uh obviously, you know, I'm biased. I love rescue horses. She has a rescue horse. His name's Scout. He's beautiful. Um, and she does barrel racing with him, which is really, really cool. Uh, she's definitely a bit further into the Western community than I am. Um, and I was able to learn quite a bit from her. So I am really excited for you guys to hear our conversation. I did want to just put this out there. We were having some technical difficulties, so it's not, um, in the style or I would say quality that, um, a lot of my other interviews have been, and hopefully you guys can tell, but I got some updated equipment for the podcast. So the sound should be getting better and we're going to continue to improve. So I'm really excited about that, but, uh, it is a recorded call. So just bear with me on, um, the quality if it's not quite there. Um, I really wanted to get this to you guys. It was just some technical difficulties that day. So, um, Without further ado, before we hop into this, like always, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well as smash the notification bell so you never miss an episode. If you would like to connect outside of the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram over at daring to cowboy. And uh, let's just hop right into this.
1: Hey, how's it going?
2: Good, How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm so excited to do this. okay, so does everything sound okay on your side? You can hear me okay. Yes, it sounds perfect. okay, awesome, awesome. So, um, let's just jump into it um quickly if you want to introduce yourself and then okay, kind of go from there okay, um,
2: just. As I know, we have a of puppies right now, and it's like their playtime, so they're going to be quite loud at the moment. Totally, so <laughs> totally okay. Hopefully, they'll find their way to sleep soon. <laughs> okay. No worries. Okay. Hi, my name is Raylan. I've been riding for six years, and I've been barrel racing for three. I have three horses, a four-year-old named Minnie, uh, a Minnie named Boomer, a 23-year-old named Mick, and my main horse scout i got scout from a rescue almost a year ago and he's recently just got out of barrel racing so we're gonna start barrel racing hopefully in
1: 2023 so we'll see how that goes that's so exciting so so where what rescue did you get him from i i love that i have rescue horses too so totally um i
2: got him from second chance stables it's like local to us but okay yeah
1: that's amazing, so he had mm-hmm. he had like a barrel racing career before
2: then um I know pretty much like nothing about his trot-
1: like past life or whatever like nothing okay wow mm-hmm. okay that's that's typically how it goes okay yeah. so um jumping into the questions um I guess what what did you want to sit down and talk about today? I know you wanted to kind of talk about the competitiveness, but enlighten us. Why? So kind of based off like my experience, um, it's kind of
2: personally, for me, it's a growing friendships. Like I've had some friends who have just like not like told me like anything really mean, but kind of just hinted mean things to me that is based off of competitiveness. And so, um, and then it's just a very important topic to me because I feel like it brings so much discrimination to the equine industry, and it just makes, like, the equine industry seem so hateful.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. So when you say it ruined friendships, like, the competitiveness as far as them competing against you, or just kind um, of, like, oh a no. Okay. Yeah,
2: just, like, her kind of, like... You, it wasn't like it's was kind of obvious, but she didn't really say anything. But it's just like,
1: uh, you're just
2: really mean, <laughs> but and it just all was based off of
1: competitiveness, yeah, yeah. There's definitely one of the big things. So, okay, let's dive into a couple of the questions. Um, so well I think this mindset is commonly found in our industry? I feel like it's so common because in the
2: equine world,
1: in order to win, you have to be other
2: people, like, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, and that just makes people want to win so much that they want to put others down and they want to see them fail. And it's just not in the equine world. It's in everything else, like, in work, sports, anything else in the world. It's, that's how it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We're definitely, we're definitely a a take care of oneself and screw the rest of you, for sure. Yeah. Um, So what, in your opinion, would be some pros and cons of that competitive nature?
2: Um, Well, some pros are that I, myself, I'm a very competitive person, and I'm driven by it. It helps me stay motivated and pushes me to be the best I can every day. But I don't necessarily go, or I don't go that length to just um, be hateful towards others and want to see them fail. Like, if anything, I want to see the people that I compete with do better, so it pushes myself to be better than I am.
1: I love that. I love that. So
2: what are some cons?
1: um some cons
2: like like i said discrimination hatred just all those things that come high with it
1: yeah i see you see a lot of people um kind of throwing away their regard for their horses too yes like that's competitive that like if their
2: horse can't take them where they want to be then they'll just sell it and don't really mind where that horse goes and just buy a new better horse i've seen that a lot yeah
1: yeah, I, it's one of my pet peeves. I hate that. Um, so, second question or fifth question? Um, mm-hmm. In your opinion, what needs to change for someone uh, to move past that?
2: I would say a hundred percent people's mindset. I feel like if people weren't so focused on having to win and needing to get like the 1D money, win that buckle, win the ribbon, and like you should shoot for the stars, like, you should try to push to be the best that you can, but when you go to the extra length and hope that your opponents will just fail and that they'll do bad and their horse doesn't, like, that they have a bad horse or whatever, like, you know, all those things, then I feel like that's where it becomes toxic and that's where you should draw the line. So definitely people's yeah. mindset.
1: Yeah, it it almost, honestly almost kind of seems like people have lost their sportsmanship, in a way, yes, like yes, they yes. can't, they can't handle it, and it's, mm-hmm. we got into it because we love the horses, not, I don't know, at least that's for me, yeah. I was a six-year-old, who was just like horse crazed, so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, and so, you started it, um, do you think that uh, social media and like that influencer kind of status fame, I guess you could call it, has contributed to this issue among the um, I, had do, I
2: had to do quite a lot of thinking for this one, and I feel like it really depends. Like, if you have, like, 20,000 followers, you may feel the need to constantly win and just prove that you're, like, you deserve those 2,000 followers or however you think. But also, I feel like mm-hmm. if you have 20,000 followers, you could just have the, like, It it is what it is mindset. Like if I win awesome, but if I don't I have something to improve and I guess it could go either way and I've seen it both ways. So
1: Mm -hmm. mhm. So it just really depends on like personality and Definitely. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so where so what do you in your opinion, like what is the balance between like you said, like the drive and Mm -hmm. using it? as fuel and the point where it gets toxic? Um, I think it's like the good
2: balance is wanting to win and like always pushing yourself one hundred percent every time while continuing to stay supportive of everyone around you, like hearing on your opponents and hoping the best for them and, you know, supporting them in any way that you can, um mm-hmm. while like while staying competitive while still wanting to push to be the best that you can while still supporting you, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. But then,
2: like, you know, wishing them luck, congratulating them, all sorts of things, and just being all around supportive to them and not just with your friends, because I've seen that a lot. Like, I've seen, like, oh, I'm supportive. Like, I'm not super competitive. I'm not crazy competitive. But I'm, like, when I see them, I'm, like, you're only supportive to your friends and, like, your group of people. Like, be competitive like, be supportive with the people that you're competitive with.
1: Right, like, right. Yeah, it's an industry, it's a community. Yeah.
2: And um just, like you can so tell when it's toxic to someone, um when they um like when you see somebody walks into the alley and you see like that group of girls with like the thirty thousand dollar horses start whispering and like looking and it's just like so obvious. And it's just like, Come on guys, you're the ones on the crazy expensive horses. Don't like be looking down on the people who are doing what
1: they're doing with the horses that they have like Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because I guarantee you, half those girls, they don't put in the work. And I don't want to, actually, I don't want to say that. But I think there's something to be said about the self-made and the work that has to go into it. Especially, again, I'm biased, but especially coming in with a rescue horse that you have zero idea of what, went on before you were ever in the picture, and you both are just doing the very best you can.
2: Yeah, and, um, like, it's really hard, especially in the barrel racing industry, where it pretty much is based on money. Like, if you have um, good money, then you're going to win. And, like, a lot of people frown upon rescues, especially in, like, the barrel community. Like, people frown upon, okay like, quarter horses who don't even have registers, let alone horses that came from the kill pen. So I haven't started any barrel races with him, but I can tell that it might be a little bit bad with just people like, that's a girl riding the rescue.
1: So we're gonna kinda, we're gonna how that I goes, hate so. that. Yeah. See, okay, so I'm, this is all kind of new for me. So I grew up in the English industry, and mm-hmm. the English industry is notorious for being pretty cutthroat. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of the people that I've met in the, Western industry have been amazing, and I've fallen in love with it. So, it's really interesting to hear the different sides of it, because obviously, I'm not a barrel racer. I have a thoroughbred who is huge, and you know, he's just, he's yeah. not going to be barrels-inclined. Um, yeah. And then, yes, I, she's she's more like cutting kind of stock. Yeah. Um, so, it's really interesting to hear how I, I didn't realize that it was all money uh, mainly money-based in the barrel industry.
2: Yeah, it is so sad cause Especially like, um, just knowing, like, people who don't have the, like, have tons of money to spend on crazy barrel races and crazy horses and big old rigs and, like, they're just trying to make the ends meet and do just do what they love, like, because it's their passion and then just having these kids with, like, $30,000 horses just coming and, and winning and judging and just, it's really yeah. hard. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, and I've had people tell me that um, that um I got a rescue because I was too poor enough to get um another horse, which isn't true, because I looked at a lot of other horses, and it's just me and Scout have, like, I don't want to be, like, cringe and say, like, we had a connection, but we really did. It's just, like, I felt yeah. like that's the one. Like, the other horses, I like them, and they're nice horses, but I was like, I don't feel like they're the one. But, I
1: mean, yeah, no, I love that. So... Yeah. For everyone listening, where can they find you? Where can they follow? I would highly recommend y'all follow. Scout is adorable, by the way. Like Thank you. I love the fellow Roach Domain vibe going on. It's amazing. He's so cute. Um, where can they follow your journey and you said you were planning on entering some competitions in twenty twenty three? Yes.
2: Um, they can follow me. I'm on Instagram at Running My Appy. It's R U N N I N, My Appy. So that's where, okay. that's where I put most, and that's where they can find me.
1: Amazing! Amazing! So, I, like I said, guys, definitely check out Raylan's page, and I am really excited to see what you and Scout do. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for hopping on. I so appreciate it. We'll have to do this again. Thank you so much for, for having us. Sure. of course of course it was so much fun thank you so much for your time and like i said we'll do this again thanks yes definitely bye have a good
0: night bye hey y'all so i wanted to quickly hop on and just clear something up um When we originally recorded this episode, it was um, towards the end of December, and I got a little bit delayed in dropping the podcast. So Raylan's socials have been updated, and her new account is called Running With a Splash. Um, So I just want to make sure you guys had that, and definitely go ahead and follow her. I highly recommend, and I'll see y'all next podcast.